Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 17th of October, the 290th day of 2022. 75 days remain until 2023. Today in 79 AD, Mount Vesuvius erupted, burying in ash, stone, and lava the nearby cities of Pompeii, Herculaneum, Oplontis, and Stabia, and killing thousands. Today in 1483, Tomás de Torquemada was appointed Inquisitor General of Spain. Today in 1888, Thomas Edison filed a patent for the optical phonograph, or the first movie. Today in 1904, Amadeo Giannini founded the Bank of Italy, which would become the Bank of America, first opening its doors in San Francisco. Today in 1907, Guglielmo Marconi became the first commercial transatlantic wireless service between Glacier Bay, Nova Scotia, and Clifton, Ireland. Today in 1931, gangster Al Capone was convicted on five counts of tax evasion. Today in 1933, Albert Einstein arrived in the U.S. as a refugee from Nazi Germany. Today in 1943, the Death Railway of Burma was completed by Allied POWs and Asian laborers for the use of the Japanese Army. Today in 1957, the film Jailhouse Rock, starring Elvis Presley, premiered in Memphis, Tennessee, Today, in 1968, Peter Yates's film Bullet, starring Steve McQueen and Jacqueline Bisset, was first released. And today, 75 years ago, the Great Fire of Bar Harbor began near Dolliver's Dump on the Crooked Road in nearby Hull's Cove on Mount Desert Island. The National Park Service tells us, quote, In its first three days, the fire burned a relatively small area, blackening only 169 acres, but... Then strong winds fanned the flames, and the blaze spread rapidly and raged out of control, engulfing over 2,000 acres. Personnel from the Army Air Corps, Navy, Coast Guard, University of Maine Forestry Program, and Bangor Theological Seminary joined local firefighting crews. National Park Service employees flew in from parks throughout the east, and additional experts were put on standby. Close quote. And that was only the beginning of another week of the fire that would eventually burn more than 17,000 acres on Mount Desert Island, including 10,000 acres of Acadia National Park. So we are always grateful in Maine for the rain that keeps our rainforest from becoming kindling, as it did in 1947. Heavenward this morning in the eastern sky before dawn, our last quarter moon was reclining near Castor and Pollux the two brightest stars in the constellation Gemini, the twins. The other brilliant star nearby to the lower left is Procyon, the little dog star, brightest star of the constellation Canis Minor, and the eighth brightest star in the sky. Pollux has an orange color, that of not only a giant star, but also a relatively cool one, meaning it's nearing the end of its life. Pollux is about 10 times the diameter of our sun and is the closest giant star to Earth. Returning to Earth, the State of Maine Foliage Report this past week portrays our leaf color as being past peak for most of Maine's counties, though the fine moments of autumn will certainly continue for at least another couple of months of calendar. 
Meanwhile, the New York Times observes this past week that the number of daily reported coronavirus cases in the United States is declining, with currently about 39,000 cases announced every day, though the Northeast has been has seen an uptick, uptick in cases lately. The daily average of deaths is at 400. In other words, at least 2,800 people are currently dying per week from COVID. Does that mean we can confidently say COVID is over? Or should we be popularizing post-COVID as a modifier when referring to the days ahead, when instead we have data showing that the disease continues to kill people at a significant rate? The United States to date has had 98 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21st. Uh, BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants being responsible for almost all recent cases. Therefore, we continue to be the world's leader in COVID with 16% of the world's 625 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. 4 million of the world's 625 million reported cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere on the planet, the major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places, ranging from 45 million cumulative cases in India to 37 million cases in France, 35 million cases in Brazil and in Germany, 26 million in South Korea, and 25 million cases in the UK since the beginning of the pandemic more than two and a half years ago. On the fatal front, globally, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially at 6.6 million, while COVID deaths in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.1 million. Not a big number, perhaps, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 12.3 billion doses of vaccine have been administered, but remember that only 68% of all Americans are vaccinated, not quite half of those vaccinated have been boosted. Today in 1920 in Omaha, Nebraska, Montgomery Cliff was born to Bill Cliff, a traveling stockbroker, and his wife Ethel, who would move to New York City, where for a while they would raise Montgomery and the twin Sibs, Sibs born after him. Montgomery's mother, however, frequently imagined intruders were in her home when Montgomery's father was out of town on business, and no assurances to the contrary would change her mind. Then, then, interestingly, within several years, once she felt her children were old enough to do so, she began traveling with them, leaving their father behind. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us that Ethel ranged as far as Switzerland and that her husband hated journeys so far afield, saying, Traveling is a hobgoblin existence for children. Why weren't roots established? My brother has been married three times now. Amazingly, Montgomery never rebelled against his mother's smothering and domineering attentions. Instead, he developed an interest in acting, became successful at it, and continued to live with his parents. Ethel planned many of his activities, encouraging to avoid the company of young ladies and arranging opportunities to form friendships with men, early on staging a meet with musician Lehman Engel, who wasn't the first of Montgomery's friends to notice the enormous influence Ethel constantly attempted to exert over her son. Eventually, the son's relationship with his mother had a pronounced effect upon his romantic life, which had become bisexual with Montgomery's male lovers being artistic types and his female associates usually being strong, older women, such as the actress Myrna Loy, who said of Montgomery Clift, 
Everything got to him. He needed a few more layers of skin to cope with this mad world. Today is also the birthday in 1905 of American actress Jean Arthur, in 1915 of American playwright Arthur Miller, in 1918 of American actress Rita Hayworth, in 1938 of American motorcycle daredevil Evil Knievel, in 1942 of American pop vocalist Gary Puckett, in 1946 of Turtles guitarist Jim Tucker and Doobie Brothers drummer Michael Hosick. In 1948, of Canadian-American actress Margot Kidder. In 1956, of the first African-American woman in space, Mae Jemison. And in 1972, of American rapper Eminem. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Acella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fifth week of autumn.